I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. You're listening to This Just In on Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Oi, the boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language, and sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. In a normal year, we'd be watching World Cup games right now. Instead, you're missing family events and kids' birthday parties for Nations League action. England can't score. Portugal can't win without Ronaldo. Ecuador will play at the World Cup when it finally kicks off in Qatar in November. That's 162 days away, by the way, if you're keeping count. (laughs) On this show, try to keep count of how many times the guys roll their eyes when I mention Cristiano Ronaldo. And how many times Jimmy laughs. I'm Brennan Dunlop, joined on this Sunday night, this just-in edition of Footy Prime by James NBA Finals Charmin, Jimmy the Move Brennan, and Craig Old Growth Forest. How you doing, boys? I'm glad that we all save, have nicknames now. Save the old growth for us. Uh, save, yeah. But I mean, <laughs> old growth is kind of a good nickname for you since your last name's already Forrest. And you think? You're a bit older than, than you <laughs> were. That's a good cause, though, isn't it? It is a cause to like embarrass yourself on national TV you know, and jump out and tape yourself to a goalpost. If you're going to do it, I think for an environmental reason, that's a good reason. No, as for me, it was like save... Save the f- it actually was for you. Yeah, it's literally for me. <laughs> but I mean, it didn't really interrupt the match very long at all. They kicked off and it was just another water break, it seemed like. And is it because they use organic zip ties as opposed to <laughs> plastic or was there, was, crap? there was no organic glue they could use to stick their hands on the post? Like that's what happens at these NBA games. Do I you just think they're prepared? They had actual you- wire clippers. Yeah, but do you think when those two, that guy and that girl, when they left, they went, yes, we got our point across. I think they'd be disappointed. Didn't last long. Wasn't really on TV. Well, I think they'd be disappoint- disappointed in their performance. To be and fair. it took a long time to get those stickers on her breasts, I'm sure, to get them just right. Yeah. Jimmy, Canada, the was just... Canada games haven't really been on TV for three years, so... I don't think that they uh, they would have been too upset with that those those two supporters. It'd be not that I'm being petty here. It's unlike me, I know. Um, <laughs> but the the 2018 World Cup actually didn't kick off till June the 14th, so we wouldn't be watching World Cup games right now on a regular year. 
Oh, look at this guy. Oh, okay. Just, just, just pointing it out, you know, because we, we're accurate. We, our facts have to be accurate on this podcast. People fact check us all the time. So People just to protect you, I'm protecting you and your credibility here. So mm-hmm. just so you know. Uh, you, you don't think it's it's possible that they may have had a June 10th kickoff? Because based on the Euros, it's it's usually well, that last Friday. I can go back to World Cup and find out. So that would be fun because, listen, yeah. there's nothing else happening. 19, 1962, maybe. Riveting radio podcast okay, audio. 2000, that's 2018. 2014 kicked off. Actually, okay, June the 12th it kicked off. So you're right. So okay. we're one on one so far. Okay. Uh, 2010. Let's go. I, I don't remember what the what the calendar year was. What like. are you going to go through year? every single World Cup now? Yeah, I think we should do that. We'll kill some time off. June 11th, 2010. So you know what's it's funny? Pedantic Paul, pedantic Paul. He'll look up any fact that you will say. <laughs> 2006 Paul. was June 9th. So actually, you're right, B. I, you know what? I'm glad we fact checked this. Mm-hmm. You are generally correct. <laughs> you know what's it's funny? Nice. 2002 was May 31st. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Yeah, I'm bored. Well, I get <laughs> shit. Clearly, uh, Wonger and I say this all the time. What makes our show so great and unique? beyond our riveting personalities is you know how deep we are we've got we've got two tv trained hosts we have a professional voice guy in uh in jc the voice vendor who's also here who i didn't acknowledge hello jeff we've got two oh, hey. leaguers. but have you guys noticed that Sharman has this real fear of not having enough things to talk about like he's afraid of the clock yet we always come up against the clock it's an old broadcaster's worst fear, though. You know that, B. Yeah, I guess so. That's why when you prep for shows, you have so much shit prepared to go if you have to get to it. Well, this yeah, is a good man. question. Sorry, We JC. should start with the biggest one. Malta beat San Marino today. <laughs> one hour, no, the biggest one is what was going through your brain on one soccer when everyone was talking about the Can men's team and you had to fill, and you were sitting in that little gray couch with your little gray confirmation suit and thinking about Father Father McGrory touching you in weird places, what were you? What, what were the you? Fuck! <laughs> because he looked so awkward. I was like, confirmed oh. for starters. I didn't have All confirmation right. for you starters. Didn't. I'd left the church by then. All right. I had my first communion. That was nonsense. And then it's, by the time they offered me, you know, confirmation, I was like, no chance. Yeah. It, it was an longer. Offer. It is Wonger misspoke. It is weird that you chose confirmation because he, he, he'd have to wear a sash, right? The big thing with oh, confirmation sash, is right? you wear the sash across and you choose you choose your patron saint. So you know we we'd love to talk about how great and integrated you know Canada is, how diverse it is. But uh, I, I've got beef with Saint Angela Elementary School because I wanted to have like Saint Pedro across my sash as opposed to Saint Peter, and they're like, no, you can't be changing languages. And it you was can't, Saint Pedro, was it? Or was it a Saint Pedro? Yeah, Saint Pedro is Saint Peter. Saint Peter, of course. No, is it really? Yeah. I had never put that together to make. So, so my Catholic school said I had to go with the boring Peter. I couldn't you know, have that's Pedro. So typical of you, because you had a freaking Bernaldo shirt once, for Christ's sake. So, God, I can what imagine teaching you in private school, Sharms. Oh, shut up! Private <laughs> school. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Colonialism. <laughs> oh, hello. Good morning, everyone. Yeah. Yes, I was a prefect, and I was the best boy. Walked around that school spanking the youngsters. Yeah. How many seven-year-olds do you take to the restaurant? Like, Can I please get a cup of Earl Grey? Seven at a time. We diner. must speak the Queen's English. Yeah. Yeah. I'm very proper, clearly. 
pricks. <laughs> well, hey, let's celebrate all of the days that uh, we have around. The, the queen is still around to watch things like all the matches we're watching or England nil, Italy nil. I mean, only 3,000 people were allowed to be at the Molyneux to watch that. Thanks or for the son dodge prison sentences. <laughs> what do you think the queen's favorite team would be? It's Villa. Well, I think it's Villa. Prince really? William's definitely Villa. Yeah. So yeah. the queen's a Villa fan? I don't mm-hmm. think that's true. No, it is true. Well, Prince William is, but why mm-hmm. are you assuming that his grandmother likes Villa? Like he inherited it from There's her? There's some royal connection there, isn't there? Well, but know. all of them are supposed to, you know, own a little part of the kingdom. So I think that's it. Well, it definitely isn't a northern team. That's for sure. What's what's in the comparison. closest? What's the closest stadium to Buckingham Palace? Does she live in Buckingham Palace still, or Windsor Palace? She's supposed to still live in Buckingham Palace. What's yeah. the closest, Gregor? I think she bought a condo, didn't she? <laughs> a Chelsea, yeah. wasn't she, it? She downsized. Chelsea condos. She's in Canary Wharf. <laughs> she was now, like, this, "This is too big for me. I want a condo." Yeah, <laughs> downsize. I'm 96 years old. It's like, time to downsize, yeah. Charles. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be like, great if they built a, a bungalow, like a suburban bungalow, just right oh. beside Buckingham Palace, and that's where she stayed. Pretty you know, like died, right? Imagine going through his personal possessions. Woo, what Jeez. you might find there? Nazi wow. like. Yeah. Chucky goes through his drawers, you know, dad's drawers, and like, wow, I'm finding some terrible things here yeah. from the different era. Yeah. Man. That now that's why Harry and find it all on the internet. Now it's like, why. it would have been old letters. Yeah. <laughs> all these letters stuck together. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of Jimmy Savile photos in there. They were, they were real close, the two of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, I love how talking about a riveting nil-nil between you know a rematch of the Euro 2020 final that was played exactly 11 months ago, Charms, for date accuracy. Oh, was it? Okay, <laughs> thank you. I love how that led us down the road of who does the Queen support and just how many egregious things did <laughs> Prince Philip do to children before he died. I love that that's where we went with that. I mean, let's get it right. Does the Queen support any football club? Like, come on. No. The old no, Wimbledon. She, she's... Uh, She's uh, what's that? She's that what's that game with horses and mallets? Polo, polo, polo. That's the one. She's a polo fan. Jesus, you're it. struggling, aren't you? They didn't teach you shit in school, did they? No, private no, school. Private school. Dunk. No, 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 guys. You're, you're getting you're, the money back. Don't be fooled. <laughs> private don't let, school. Don't let Charms pull the wool over your eyes. You know that's the only sport that he played at private school for ten years, and he, now he had to play like he doesn't like it. He didn't know what it was. No, no. What's What's that sport? You know, the one that I've played, could have played professionally? That was it. No, we played that game on, on broomsticks and we flew around with that, yeah. those balls and stuff. Isn't know? that Quidditch? Mommy, I yeah, need Quidditch, a new horse. Quidditch. <laughs> <laughs> if only you saw my high school, you would not be saying this. Jesus Christ. What, when did that the furthest start? thing from a private school. It was Dickio, I guess, right? It was. You he probably said it, yeah. a word that Dickio had never heard before. And he was just like, <laughs> "There's several damn rich Southerner. And then he went after you. No, it's 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 a word he never pronounced properly before. Not never heard. <laughs> he had oh, some tough times pronouncing words. Oh, it's brilliant, wasn't it? Oh, brilliant. fantastic! But hey, I he listened. won a game too. Sorry, sorry to change your. He won a game. You said. Well, Sacramento uh, beat someone. They got three <laughs> points last night. Uh, Kula Kula shared it with us. Detroit, Detroit. Yeah, Detroit. There you go. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Um, in Detroit, the Blue Jays are down yeah. there right now. There's a lot of Canadians over there. Um, okay, exciting to follow. Well, this just in USL updates. <laughs> Not going through all the Nations League scores, that's for sure. 
Gregor started it with the San Marino result. I feel like that's kind of it. I can't get you guys. It seems to talk about England. So I just I, I don't know. I I definitely have football fatigue right now. It's time for a, a little break, mm. right? I, I mean, I want to watch Canada tomorrow, obviously, but it's just it's kind of crazy. Just they're cramming all these games in now because they put the World Cup in December, mm-hmm. and that's why. And yeah, I, I mean, these guys need a break, and they're not going to get one this summer. They really do. They really do. Like when you look at it, you know, the, the, these Canadian guys have been together now for some time. By the time they wrap this all up, you're back to preseason training. Yeah. First, very quick. first week of July. It's nuts. It's just crazy. Yes. I mean, there's going to yeah. be injuries at the World Cup, you know, or before the World Cup. Some big players are going to have fatigue injuries and they won't be there. Mm-hmm. Hopefully for Canada, it's somebody like De Bruyne, you know, Nothing serious, just a little, <laughs> yeah, you know. Exactly. Modric, you know, just, I love Modric, but you know, just a little calf. Yeah, you know, just get into the group phase. Let's not test him, you know. Yeah. Just rest him up. Yeah. Second week in November, just does his calf has to miss three weeks, something like that. Yeah. No, you want to play the teams at their full strength, Craig. You know. No, that. you don't. <laughs> <laughs> not us. Between Kovacic and Brozovic, I think Canada will still find uh, Croatia a handful. Even if oh, Luka yeah. Modric wasn't oh, there, yeah. oh, but yeah. but would they make any outside of the boot passes that keep us up at night or wake us up thinking about it? I don't know. I don't know. The, the odds would be pretty steep against uh, Brozovic there. I think. Um, yeah. So you feel the football fatigue. It's weird, right, to have an international window now in June. It's the end of the club season, so we wouldn't. At worst, some of these teams would be on some postseason cash grab tour. That's kind of the worst case scenario for these players. But here they are now with their national teams for what feels like a long camp. This is this is what for some of these teams full two week camp, which is great if you're preparing for the World Cup. But I think in England's case, they'd probably argue that it's not really helping them. Certainly didn't look it against Italy. What do you think, Craig? It's pretty. Uh, you know, that's the thing. I, I mean, it's not only just us, or you know, just people generally with the fatigue. It's the players. Like they, you, you, you obviously working to be part of the team, the squad, and the you know World Cup and all these. But there's certain players obviously know they'll be there pretty much anyway, um, and it's difficult to get a hundred percent and put in a hundred percent in these in these this time. Just coming off these seasons and some of these guys playing Champions League, Europa League, you know end-of-season championship games, playoff games. You know, it's just way too much. It's just way too much football. You look at the criticism that guys like Sterling and Kane are getting right now in this window, and obviously this is the cycle in England, right? But, I mean, to Craig's point there, Jimmy, like these are two guys that know they're going to be on that plane to Qatar, that as long as they're healthy, they should be playing impactful minutes for England at the World Cup. How does, you know, a a player – what is it? players supposed to do in this type of situation we all know that the nation's league doesn't matter it's this glorified you know organized kind of friendly tournament in fifa's attempt to create a, a second valuable trophy how are these guys supposed to, to perform oh it's a good question but i mean i think like like craig was saying it's it's an awful lot of games like where's where's your break where's your break and you think i mean even for us emotionally watching the premier league and coming down to the to the wire we we were getting fatigued watching it and imagine the players week in week out having to perform going for going for cha- titles playing champions league and then all of a sudden now you've gone straight back into 
national team games, getting yourself ready for a World Cup, starting up another league again. Like this, it's wild. Like I don't know how they're doing it because it's a hell of a lot of games. Hey, Jimmy, how long, when, when you finished your season, how long did you spend like doing, doing nothing before you had so to start we, we slowly have, building up again? Yeah, we would have, uh, we'd have about six weeks. It was off. But you'd probably have two weeks where you just did nothing. And then you'd slowly, every week, maybe th- three days a week, start to get yourself going again, start to get back into that routine. Because the way the game is now, I mean, preseason used to be, you know, back in the day where, you know, enjoy those weeks off, eat, drink, party, have fun. And then preseason was to get you fit again. Whereas now the players are coming back fit so that they're ready to roll. And then your preseason really is all ball work and it's all tactical work. So the game's changed. So the players don't take the time off like they used to. Now it's like one, two weeks and then it's, let's get back out again, start training again. And if you're playing international tournaments and then you bring in the summer, I mean, I remember there was a few years where, it was a three, four year spell where I virtually didn't have any summers off because of international tournaments in the summer. Right. You might yeah. get a couple of your, if you're lucky, the manager of your club would give you another five days or something at the back end of it. How, how would your fitness drop in the two weeks? Say you had two weeks off or one week off, like doing literally doing nothing. How, how much would your fitness drop off in that time? Well, from an out player, Jimmy can answer that, but I'll tell you what, at that level, a lot. So can you imagine me now? I haven't done fuck all for years, let alone two <laughs> weeks. You don't even juggle tennis balls? Get your reflexes going? <laughs> he's, he walks down the street and he's breathing out of his ass. Uh, not wrong. I just got this vision of Craig, you know, each night, you know, in this apartment by himself, throwing a tennis ball against the wall and just like, like cat-like reflexes are mm, still there. I do, and then the neighbors got pissed off. Yeah, but actually, diving across, diving across his bed, <laughs> just like the old days. It's when I was like at Chelsea, <laughs> watching himself in the mirror on his cats. <laughs> I've never thought about this, but because your reflexes are supposed to be so much better than the average person, like have you ever spilled a cup of sugar off the counter? <laughs> like you just uh, grab it, right? You've never knocked a mug off. Yeah, when I was twelve, <laughs> I did once. I remember. Yeah, I dropped something. My hands are like <laughs> my hands are like flypaper. <laughs> <laughs> next time we're together i'm gonna do that drop <laughs> Jimmy, don't, don't go there jimmy don't go there <laughs> <laughs> i will say nothing <laughs> spider-man is Hol- holger's here holger's back yeah. <laughs> uh, i did i did uh very much appreciate the the uh the old holger stories and that impression buddy we should get Holger on the show, I was thinking. We should definitely reach out and try and get him because I think it'd be great to get you guys and Holger having a little chat again, regaining some memories from that from that era. You both got on well with him, right? So, oh, yeah, he, let's he, get him on. Good guy, Holger. I always like Holger, so I think he, he, we try and – where is he right now? Is he with FIFA still? Uh, yeah, he's in Zurich. Yeah. yeah. Is, his, is his son still in uh, Ottawa? Uh, well, he was I, with Ontario Soccer. Yeah. Then, didn't he yeah. go with, with Canada? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Bjorn. Bjorn, Bjorn, yeah. yeah. Nice guy. Yeah, really nice guy. Super guy. So yeah. we'd get Holger on, we'd have some laughs, tell some old stories, and then what, bring Birchie on the last 10 yeah. minutes? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That'd be amazing. Yeah. I'll go a few things you, Holger. Yeah. He learned, what did he, he learned a Canadian national anthem on South Park or something? <laughs> if we can't Relax, get, guy. <laughs> if we can't get Holger, we can just have JC impersonate him. We can just. What does Holger, Holger sound like? Just generic German guy. 
<laughs> yes, Generic so time. I'm very excited to have to being on the show, the Food Prime <laughs> show. Yeah, this is nice, boy. Oh. You know what's funny is that he says generic German guy, and your go-to was Bruno, the character <laughs> played by Special Baron Cohen. Like, no, he's Aust he's Austrian. No. So know. don't you notice the difference? It's kind of like Portuguese and Spanish. You should know the difference. Come on. Yeah, don't be so racist. No, he sounds like the guys. He sounds like the nihilist from the Big Lebowski. Remember the yeah, nihilist? Want some money, Dan yeah, Vaughn? That's who he sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Yeah. Are you? Is your mother German? Yeah. Is your father German? You're not German. <laughs> Wasn't it Sprockets on uh, <laughs> SNL too? Yes. Sprockets and it was uh, now we dance. The yeah. uh, <laughs> that's right. Wonger has retold that story. Like that's Wonger's go-to German it's impression. It's a good story. Now. But it yes, it sounds like it's from a movie though, right? Yeah, it does totally. Like, it's like, I've it's heard Schwarzenegger. It so many times yeah it does it does sound like uh, Schwarzenegger I was thinking that when uh, when Jimmy did the second Holger impression the second time that it was a bit more Arnold and imagine if if Arnold Schwarzenegger did coach football like that would be that would have been something listen to anyone, me listen to me here don't take the ball down the right side go penetrate the center backs what, what percentage of human beings on this planet what percentage of human beings on this planet have have, have at some point Done an Arnold Schwarzenegger impression. It's got to be eighty percent, right? 80, eighty plus for yeah. sure. Yeah. He's in Toronto right now. One of yeah, my friends just saw him biking. Yes, he rides way. bikes, and he has two guys. I like the bike. He has <laughs> big dudes that ride with him that they're always looking around in case anyone wants to come up and cut his ears off. He's got <laughs> <That's it. right. laughs> his, his ruby earrings. <laughs> if you're if you're that big, if you're that big, and you're Mister Universe, and not, what do you need security for? Well, he's like seventy five years old now. Yeah, it's also he would lawsuits. still kick people's asses. No, it's me. lawsuits because he doesn't want lawsuits. So it's why it's worth paying two guys. Or bullets. To he's also a bodybuilder, right? He's not like he was actually you know functional muscle. It's just purely bulk. So maybe he's a complete wimp. You know, this is not actually the Terminator. It's an actor who plays tough guys. Then why does his uh, security guards wear no shirts when they ride bikes? <laughs> they roll up on you. They're like, "We need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle." No, no, they have no. they have accents. JC, you know he's only hiring Austrian guys. If you're gonna you do it, clothes, your Austrian boots, or maybe we need your clothes, your boots, and your motorcycle, sir. <laughs> Is that a Californian? That's Terminator. Because he no, because he was the governor of California. So. Yeah, and he, he wanted to kill the Canadian movie industry too. Mm -hmm. Did he? No, but now he's, he's here. He's, I'm assuming he's here shooting a movie. Is he? Is that why he's here? <laughs> I, I think why he's here. They're, they're oh, doing actually. Twins Part Two. Really, With Devito? Yeah, Devito and no, no, uh, really. And, really? and Tracy Morgan. Stop yeah, it. that's the thing. Yeah, he's the third. Tracy Morton, the third twin. That's right. Triples. Really? Yeah. Well, you got to think. So those two, the original guys, they're seventy-eight years old, both of them, I, I believe, seventy-eight or so. But Tracy Morgan's maybe fifty-five-ish. Fifties, yeah. So is he like their son, or I mean, like, what's that about? There may be some questions needing to be answered here. Well, we'll get them on the show. I'll, I'll yeah. do my magic and get one of them on the show. Maybe they're doing a soccer movie about the Canada's rise to the World Cup, and he's he's playing Milan Borjan. <laughs> no, he's playing Kevin Pipe goes way back mm. or maybe he's playing holger <laughs> that's more like it yeah. 2000 gold cup team 
But if, if they're really making Twins 2, I mean, has it really come to this? Uh, they're tearing it Are there so. no more ideas left in, in the movie industry? Have you have you seen any of the promos for Marvel? Like, they've created junior versions of the characters that nobody knows already. Have they? There's, like, Little Miss Marvel to go along with Miss Marvel. Even Shang-Chi, great story, good movie. Shout out to Simu Leo, Canadian. But the bottom of the barrel comic book yeah. shit. He's a crappy, that's a crappy superhero. Like, it? let's be honest. Yeah. No, no one cared about that as a comic book. They're running what would out, be your, what would be running your out of power. Comics. Me? Yeah. What, would, what you know, if you could be a superhero, what would your superpower be? Hmm. Craig, do you have an answer? Tell me it's stretchy arms. Like <laughs> I already got that. <laughs> and he's got like sticky hands and stretchy arms. He's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need that. Yeah, I, I have so I haven't thought about the superpower specifically, but I have definitely thought about like in a sci-fi scenario, like what would I want in the Matrix? You know when they can just they put like a it's literally like a microchip and it's like they program a skill or something. It's like it, could, it was martial arts for for uh, Neo. Um, there was a couple other ones that they had on display. I, I wish there was like a language upload for me. If you could just give me like fifteen languages that I'd be fluent in. I'd really? do that in a second. Yeah. I'd rather fly, but, you know, you can take your <laughs> fucking language. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah. Invisibility would be pretty cool, but uh, no. Look how, many, uh, look, languages. Look, how, look how many languages I can speak. I would be invisible, and I would <laughs> torment the hell out of you guys. You guys would be in bed, you'd just feel no, something you would. on your you'd forehead. Be, you'd be lurking in some closet somewhere every night, just watching what, people. What, what keeps resting on my forehead when I'm sleeping? <laughs> Well, if you're invisible, can you feel it? Yeah, I, I make sure you can. can still feel it. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, Jimmy's like Kevin Bacon in that movie Hollow Man. Did you ever see that? No, Hollow Man? Man. no one saw that movie. I never saw He was like a scientist, and he had like this, uh, he was trying to cure something. I don't know oh, what that's it was. actually really close, because Jimmy and a scientist are really close. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> He, this this goes wrong, and the reality is he's like an invisible man. Now, he was a very good person, but when he became invisible, he became a very angry jaded man, and then he became evil, naturally. So, yeah, Hollow Man, if you're looking for early 2000s Hollywood entertainment. Why would he become angry? I tell you one thing. I would not be angry. I would love it. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I would mess you guys up so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. yeah, we would hate it if he was Hollow Man, but this is what I'm saying. Kevin Bacon, like, just turned. I, I, you know what though? It's like vampires. Don't you think that if you were a vampire, living forever and not sleeping, that that would be hard? Yeah, yeah it would be hard. Yeah, it would be hard. That's you watch everyone like, around you die. Jimmy would, Jimmy would love for the first month and a half. He'd play pranks, and then he'd go and do really just annoying things like eating the last pizza that you put in the fridge. Yeah, yeah. Or, or you know, I know I had three eggs left. Yeah, I'm sure it was like, all the fucking eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Why is my wife so happy? Annoying shit now. It's like, I know there was three rolls of toilet paper. Where are they? You see them, they're in the bathtub all wet. Yeah. Like, yeah. just effing with you. It's not even gross anymore. It's just stupid. Yeah. You wake up in yeah. the morning and all the dishes are in like different places in the cupboards in the kitchen. Everything's over. Like, Holy shit, this guy's got too much time on his hand. Where's the, moving the photos? Where's the paprika? I need the paprika. He's thrown it away somewhere. Wife's walking around with a kick in her step, happy smile on her face all the time. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. what's going on here? Yeah. You know? Thanks for last night, James. What did we do? <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's out of town. 
<laughs> I wasn't even here. Oh. It was like there were two of you there. <laughs> I'm sure there's a spirit in this house. <laughs> oh. Actually, you know, it's funny. I was talking to my daughter about dogs and how they communicate, right? Through scent and all this kind of stuff, right? If you could, if you could read someone's mind by smelling their ass, would you do it? <laughs> what? <laughs> Depends on who's ass. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Mm. No, you could be you pick and choose. You wouldn't have to be smelling everyone's ass. Yeah, there'd be somebody, some asses I'd want to smell because I'd love, I want to know what they're thinking. Then there's some I wouldn't smell because I wouldn't care. And then there's some I smell I wouldn't care what they're thinking. <laughs> but then there's some you'd smell because you really just want to smell it. <laughs> what was Charm? Charms? What's your superpower? Uh, I don't know. Um, what's my uh, superpower? Because because well, basically Brendan's is to be a thesaurus. You know, I think I, I think flying would be pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. You got one one choice. One and that's choice. You take. What a loser! It already exists. But I want to be Google, Google Translate. You can fly. You're super strong. You have got laser vision. You know, X-ray vision. Why? Well, I, I I know Mozambique. You know, Jesus. That's yeah. French. That's a country, and oh, it's actually French. Portuguese. Was <laughs> is still the. <laughs> you don't even need it. Even again, need it. again, back to the private school charms. Give the money hey, listen, back. Mozambique's my go-to country when I throw out generic countries. Yeah. That's what I go for. Before he picks a superpower, he better get better go go out to school. I want to have a great, yeah, great, great knowledge of geography. Yeah. That's my superhero. That's what I want. Yeah. Yeah. What's your what's your superpower? <laughs> Do you know where Costa Rica is? You went down there. It's kind of right. I think it might be right next to Mozambique. Isn't it attached to Mexico? I have no idea. Yeah. Are you bad with geography? Really? No, no I'm pretty good. I'm, well, I'm okay. But I'm trying to think. I think I would fly. I think that would be it. It would be flight. Yeah. That'd be my superhero. You and Craig would fly around. Yeah. It'd be pretty good. You would be invisible. Well, and Wong, or what would you be? Uh, I think it'd be something funny like. Uh, you know, there's those really big dudes who can eat everything. I'd like to be able to eat everything and hold. Like hold Kobayashi. I, I don't. I don't want to have to pee a lot, so I can, I don't miss jokes at bars. So a great appetite and the ability to drink lots of booze. Yeah, that's your superpower. I think that's right now, that's even more ridiculous than I am. Than <laughs> yeah. I want hey, a big bladder. <laughs> I want to go to all you can eat. Hey girls, when you see something really impressive, I can drink ten gallons of water. And not leave my seat. Superman, Spider-Man, step away. I, I, I want to go to an all-inclusive in like you know Mexico and sit at the the, the poolside the bar. bar and not pee. They I'll don't know, but yeah, but those, the, the Germans don't leave the poolside it's, bar, do they? They're always sitting there all day. Like, where? Why aren't they moving? Yeah, because they're pissed. Hey, longer. They take their towels are on the seat. Oh. They don't have to get up and get the seat back because they love the towels. Yeah. Swims. That's yeah. all. Longer, mm-hmm. a skeleton. Walks into a bar, says to the barman, I'd like a pint of lager, please, and a mop. <laughs> I love that joke. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my favorites, that one is. Good joke. Oh, <laughs> good joke. No, you guys laugh, but when Wonger's sitting there at the table and, uh, you know, I'm speaking Bulgarian and Finnish and he can have a, a pick of the litter there, well, you idiots are flying around into buildings. I think Wonger and I are winning. Just saying. No, you're not winning. What's JC's? Flying around the building. I'll be up like flying around the city. JC, what's your superpower? I'd like to be able to shape shift into anything. Yeah. That's pretty cool. 
I mean, you can just sort of adapt to every situation. Like, you want to to like uh, in animals, objects like they did like anything, remember. anything yeah. like for uh, people, animals, inanimate objects. I mean, you could be. I mean, I mean, if I was going into a like a, a hair modeling situation, I would just morph into Brendan Dunlop. And then well, think about the languages, <laughs> and that's it. Maybe I could, you know, I, I, I could. There it is. But I mean, if I was say on the beach, right, and then like a, you know, a, a coyote came or whatever, then I would just morph into a, a a rock, and then he wouldn't see me and and not eat me or something like that. Does that make sense? No, but no, it makes no sense. He'll piss on you though. That's true. <laughs> well, you know what? Some people like that. Some people are into that kind of coyote piss situation. It's a whole like subculture. Yeah, Tell us it, about it, Jan Wong. Well, I was going to say, you know the coyote I liked? <laughs> the coyote I liked was the one on The Simpsons when uh, when that was, uh, Homer um, ate all the hot yes. sauce. And it was um, the and man in black. That's that right. Was, and the, there was a coyote talking to him while he was freaking Johnny out. Cash. Yeah. It was the voice of Johnny Cash. Yeah. I am a coyote. That's a uh, good coyote. And why you could coyote, of course. You could morph into that's that's it. You could morph into like a frog or a horse, and then but talk as a as you, but you're shaped as something else. How cool would that be? Shapeshifter is pretty cool. A horse walked into a bar. Oh, it was me. <laughs> Etc. You know what I, I mean? I so you, you know, if you listen closely, you, you can actually. I could morph into a skeleton and actually act out the joke. Or, or the mop. That's true. Or like, the mop. There it is. Mm. But would but you, you get... speak if you were an inanimate object? Would you be speaking a mop? Yeah, 17 languages. Well, that's the thing. You should know because you speak all languages. All the languages. Do you speak mop? No, just 15. Just 15. Yeah. Not all of them. I know you, you can be anything, but just the 15. <laughs> No, no, hold on. You could have First said every all, language in the world. I know, right? Well, I'm still pretty stupid, but you know, I'm not too bad. But no, it's 15. Okay. All right. Listen here, private school. All right. But in the real world, your education has uh, you know, left a lot to be desired. I was speaking in this sci-fi realm where I distinguished immediately. said, I've not, I don't have a real answer for superpower. But in terms of something that I wish was real that I've seen before, mm. you just upload some languages into my brain and I'm fluent. To be Kate Abdo on television, that'd be pretty good. Well, I'll tell you what, if Craig and I are flying around the world and end up in some country and we don't know the language, then the last laughs on us, isn't it? We'll just fly to another one. Yep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good luck getting out of Luxembourg without me, boys. Good luck. <laughs> Is that one of your 15? I think that's French, isn't it? Well, we don't need air traffic control. Anyway, it's all English anyway. Right across the globe. You yep. guys would be drunk. Just language. DUI and flying. FUI. <laughs> flying under the influence you run into a tree or a yeah. something you guys are idiots this is really we're idiots you want a big bladder that's your superpower <laughs> we're the idiots yeah but it's, hey. it's because he wants the power of sep bladder that comes along with being <laughs> oh, the biggest odd. bladder in the world yeah. yeah i would clip your wings when you were sleeping anyway so you won't be flying too much boys <laughs> Jimmy, he's sitting beside me drinking beside me and it just all the drink would disappear into his body if you listen closely, you can actually hear Footy Prime sliding down the rankings <laughs> of all the top 10 podcast lists that we've hit this last month. So uh, let's just name the countries in which we're, we still hope to be on that list. Hello, Qatar. Hello, Moldova. Hello, Russia. Zimbabwe. Although, Weren't we talking Russia. about Zimbabwe? 
Mozambique. Yeah. Oh, Mo- sorry, Mozambique. Right. Yeah, Mozambique, JC. You get it right. We, we just we just went way up the ranks in that country. Yep. Don't I don't really think we'll be country. number one on Monday. No, no, no I don't think so either. <laughs> Natural transition, though, to uh, Harris Seferovic scoring in the first 50 seconds against Portugal. Swiss they people are today, basically... Right? You lost today, didn't you? You asked me what uh, superpower or whatever. Uh, basically, I want to be a Swiss person because don't they all speak four languages? They're not allowed to have a social security number if they don't, they're not fluent in all four languages by the age of four. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how it is in Switzerland. Uh, yes, Portugal lost to Switzerland. Um, that was the whole point of my opening. That Portugal can't win without Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, he did not play. But, I mean, if you're not excited talking about football fatigue. Who was fatigue, up front? Was it Andre Silva or someone? Andre Silva was up front, yeah. Uh, Rafael Leal scored as well. So for those who watch AC Milan in the Serie A, they know exactly how dangerous and deadly uh, Rafael Leal can be. I hope he shows that at the World Cup because he could be massive. They they do have a wealth of attacking options, Portugal. But Why if you're not excited to watch 39-year-old Pep go up against Chicago Fire star Jerdan Shakiri, like, I don't know what's wrong with you, Charms. I don't know what's well, that, wrong with you. No, I know. That's obviously, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Obviously, I'm not a big enough fan. Um, let me ask the footballers on this panel, though. Like, if you could... It's a bit of superhero and superpowers. As a footballer in your prime, what was the one thing you wish you could have done better? What, what part of your game could have been world, 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 world class? Jimmy, start. Score more goals. Hmm. Because I, I don't know what it was. I think, the, you know, keepers were just making ridiculous saves on me. <laughs> <laughs> just unlucky, <laughs> idiot. You just unlucky? Like, I mean, like world class, and I just couldn't figure it out. It was unbelievable. When Jimmy would shoot, it was like, I don't know. You see it coming from three days ago. <laughs> Did he telegraph it a little bit? Because he was, was he oh, shooting yeah. from like almost the halfway line? Is that why? No. I'd shoot from anywhere. I'd shoot from anywhere, but it didn't matter. Like when he was like trying to, you go, oh, I'm going to put this through his legs. You knew he was going to try and put it through your legs. Like on, <laughs> like on last Saturday. <laughs> what about you, Craig? What, what part of your game would you, you know, wish was better? I wish I kicked the ball like Ederson. Mm. I knew you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah. Have that range. Ooh, I think sweet. most outfield players wish they could ping the ball like Ederson. Yeah, not wrong. Yeah. What about as a broadcaster, Charms? Is there a skill you wish you had as a broadcaster? Everything. 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 I wish I – no, everything, actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wish I could speak I, I, I excelled in mediocre that's, that's why I did, so – that would give me some opportunity if I spoke 15 languages as a broadcaster, then maybe I'd have a job. Listen, be... if you, yeah, but you're not going to be a broadcaster if you can have a superpower. Right. Why would you be a broadcaster? I mean, uh, Jesus, that's, that's, you're so obsessed with being a broadcaster, B. Yeah. You know, you're doing it so you can be Abdo. How about you do something different? It'd be on every Omni channel possible. <laughs> yeah. Mandarin. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Brendan Dunlop, here he is in Mandarin. Yeah, there's Polish Brendan again. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. He knows every tribe as well. He's got it all going on. Maybe, uh, yeah, I don't know. What about you, Wunger? What would you uh, like mo- mine's always more, I have a bit of ADHD, as you guys know. No. And I, w- I would like to be a little more patient. I would like to be a little more long form. I mean, we crush short form an hour here, an hour there. My thing is doing it consistently to maybe put together a series or a movie that has a longer arc. Our, you know, our shows have a beginning, middle, and end. A movie has nine of those, right? It has a three acts, and each act is a bit beginning, middle, and end. And each 
uh, each scene in each act has a beginning, middle, and, and end. And I have a hard time working through all that because my patience level is pretty low. Mm-hmm. Except for my kids and you fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you think you're patient with us? I'm patient with you. Oh. Yeah, I would never put you in an impatient uh, category. If- no, I was going to say, I, I haven't seen that side of you. No, no, but impatient on, you know, I, I knock things out because I have to, but there's this level of me like reading a, you know. Text message I, from Dunlop? No, no, but you're not too bad. It's like I've gone through uh, <laughs> 1,500 page books, but once. Like I read Lord of the Rings because I forced myself to read Lord of the Rings. When are you going to read that copy of Dero My Life that I gave you last year? It's sitting on my shelf. Sitting on my shelf. 77,000. Yeah, I can, I can see it there. <laughs> coloring book yeah Yeah. it must be behind everything else that's my new superpower holding a p and patience (laughs) (laughs) i guess you'd be very patient right holding a p yeah the worst superpowers ever um well you set me up for a nice transition here though thinking you know long term as opposed to uh just just thinking for the the short term this is what football clubs have to do now. When you're in a situation like Liverpool, you can afford to think more long term. So offering Darwin Nunez a, a six year contract um, and an 80 million euro move, which would make him more expensive than Virgil van Dijk. It's the highest pounds, isn't it? Pounds with add-ons. Uh, I think it's 85 pounds. Yeah, I, I read that it's uh well, that they could go to 100 million euros. Yes. Okay. Yeah. But it was 75 million pounds for van Dijk, which was what I was stumbling on perhaps there, mm-hmm. but yeah, that, that this Darwin Nunez deal could be a, a hundred million euros, uh, but six years, which is definitely them thinking beyond Salah and Mane and this golden generation. No, it's moving had. forward, right? Every great club must do it. At some point you got to break up and you're an apple cart there mm-hmm. and uh, Mane's likely leaving, although there's some uh, issues there with a the deal with Bayern. Salah is uh, up next summer. And his agent's being a right prick in the media right now. So you, you wonder what's going to happen there. So it could be a Diaz, Nunez, Jota front three in, in the foreseeable future, which is uh, still pretty good. I'm not sure how good, but pretty good. I think they got to think ahead. You know, they got to think of all these things, make sure they don't get caught yeah. in a position mm-hmm. where they can really get themselves and, you know, everybody knows you're desperate. Well, Sally, I mean, he's going to turn 30 pretty soon, if not already, right? Mane's 30. And I know we keep talking about modern mm-hmm. footballers and the Lewandowski's and, and the, the Messi's and the Ronaldo's. But I mean, they are, they are still unicorns to a certain point competing at this level in their mid-30s. There aren't that many of them. And when you're a guy like Salah, who's so explosive, you wonder if he's going to be that guy. So can maybe it's time explain, to move on. Can you guys explain to me the Lewandowski story? why he like what's his unhappiness what's going on there like it just what's that a whole story about because he seemed so forthright in saying hey i'm done here how did it go from amazing to sour in this this space i think and boys jump in any moment here that's uh someone makes dinner in the background there who's getting served is it jimmy no that would be no that's that's my house ah those pies don't make themselves you no, know what i mean they don't make themselves i've got yeah. a kitchen full of mozambique kids making my pies for like no money it's terrible it's a sweatshop you are absolutely out of hors d'oeuvres 
<laughs> as long as the sweat doesn't fall into the pies, okay? Like uh, Forrest at the do drop in there. <laughs> for those stories a million times. Um, explaining let Robert the Lewandowski. Do drop in. I think that <laughs> Lewandowski at Bayern feels as though he delivered for the club and accomplished everything he could. I think behind the scenes there were probably some other you know, wants of his that uh, weren't met. And one of them might have been a couple of years ago leaving. Um, I, th- I think that he wanted to play in another country. I think that maybe he wanted to try his hand in the Premier League or elsewhere. And I don't think that that was afforded uh, him the opportunity. They kept, you know, building a competitive team around him to win there at Bayern. But I think he just kind of got to the end of it and feels as though he's run out of time to have an impact in another place and kind of reach his own playing goals and that the team stood in his way. So now he doesn't want any part of it. That's fair. Is that a normal, Is it sounds like a normal veteran approach to the, the end of your career, or has he still got lots of legs left? That's what I want to know. Just scored 40 goals. I know. Yeah. That's pretty good. Yeah, he's, he's in good nick. He's a very, yeah. very fit man. Yeah, he's got several several years left in him. I agree. You just probably just just change, you know. And I think when you, you know, uh, Bobby Robson said it: never be afraid of change. And sometimes players just need a new, fresh lease of life and something different. Especially when you've been at one club for so long, mm-hmm. you know it's it's good because you're not going to get another opportunity, really, in his career to do something like this. Because say he retires in three years, says about where's he going to go? So now at his age, go go experience it. Go live in another country. Go go play in another league. Why not? As well as that, you could probably make more money if you go somewhere else. I mean, their pay structure in Germany is as such. I mean, obviously yeah. Bayern Munich players are making a lot of money, but I think he could make more money somewhere else. And that's I not think sure. Not sure, Barca though. Although I mean, who knows? Right? They're going to try and ditch Frankie De Jong. Yeah, you know they're they're almost. I mean, that's a lot of wages and some old guys there. I mean, I'm not sure it's great business sense from buying the standpoint. But Barcelona haven't made good financial business for the last twenty years. Forget the last ten. Barcelona just make mistake after mistake, and even this January with this panic buying, you know, to bring in Obama Yang and uh, who were some of the other January signings they made that was such a big impact immediately. Adama Traore, they may have got these guys on the cheap front loaded but there's no way these guys are committing to long-term contracts that are not market value i think memphis took a pay cut in comparison to leon but his back ended it's it's he's going to be making three or four times more a week at the end of this five-year deal so i don't know how barcelona see themselves surviving this they're betting against themselves they're betting against their own financial turmoil that they'll be able to turn it around in an uncertain future and print money again well they're, they're saying that they're almost out of the you know this this huge valley that they've dug themselves into. So I read that. You say that, but a billion dollars is a lot, isn't it? (laughs) I I don't think that that's true. Uh, In the Birmingham papers, they were talking about how how desperate um, Barcelona were to complete the Philippe Coutinho deal in cash up front. And it was much less than they, you know, they, what what did they pay? 150? 145, 150 around there. It's it's just crazy what they, for, for an inconsistent footballer. So they completed the deal. Initially, when Philippe Coutinho went in January, the expectation was, or the rumor was, that if Villa were to purchase him at the end of the season, they could do so for $35 million. Somehow, they've been able to get that number down to $17 million. 
So 17 million is what they sold them for. If they're buying for 145, you said 150, which is absolutely wild. But the urgency in this 17 million was, and I don't know if the number came from Villa saying, well, we'll, we'll do you 17 in cash, but that's it. And Barca just fine, do it. We, like we need the cash. We need the injection immediately. And they're just going to eat the rest and eat the loss. But they did this time and time again. So if they Buy sell, high, sell low. If they sell De Jong for eighty million, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. This is the team that fucked up their books so bad they had to let Messi go. Like, if you're a Barcelona fan, I don't know how you can get excited by any talk of moves that they're looking to make right now because it all feels fake. Bin them. Just go follow the women because they're great. <laughs> Good team. And that makes you a little, a little less money, I think, than the the men's side. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah exactly. It's, it's not so much turmoil. Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, Bas is still such an allure for players like Lewandowski, for example. He understands the financial mm. straits they're in. He understands that team, you know, might be still fighting for top four football again next year, as opposed to fight for championships. But it's still Barcelona. I mean, you, you guys tell me. There's very few clubs with the allure of Barcelona in, in world. I mean, Real Madrid's up there. You know, you, you name two or three teams probably in each league. But, but why would you leave right Bayern Munich there. when you're guaranteed to win the league pretty much and go deep into the Champions League to sit fourth in the Spanish League unless you're going to do it for more money? Which well, I mean, he was upset. Disappointed that. He, he was also upset because I think a lot of it went public, right, through the season negotiations. And, and they were looking at Haaland really in, in, hard as well. They yeah. wanted Haaland. And then that news kind of broke and it, he's got obviously got a fragile ego and said, well, well, that's terrible. How can you do that? You know, so, well, because he's 20 years old. Get over him, but that's I think yeah. one of the reasons why it kind of went pear shaped there. Respect. What about respect, boys? Yeah, yeah. respected by the there's, owners. Like, yeah, there's the a lot. King of is, the king is dead. Long live the king. Yeah, there's a lot of talk about that. And in Germany, they if you look at the Bundesliga throughout, they love to get their business done very, very early, and so they're not waiting until the window opens to see what might be available. They're making all of these conversations and plans and kind of setting things up before the end of the season. And I think if you're in his case, someone who delivered again 40 goals, and you hear that they're trying to lock down Holland in March. Hello. Well, well you know what? It's typical of Germany though, right? Germany always do things too soon. Just wait till the spring, boys. Wait till the spring. Don't do it in the winter. Right? Trying to trying to be efficient. That world War II. That's a World War II uh yeah, that private school friends. Yeah. World War go. Did you have to wear those little shorts and a little jacket? Do you still have them in your closet? You get dressed up for your wife? I did, actually. Not shorts. Creepy I wore Joe. shorts in primary school, but I had a blazer. Of course you did. I, had to wear, I was yeah. a Catholic yeah. school. I had a blazer, yeah. Wait, yeah. you went to Catholic school, but you didn't get confirmed? You didn't make it no. to eighth grade? No, no. You don't have to. St- I, I was in the school regardless. I didn't get confirmed, though, because that was an option still. And all their theater stuff is all their, you know, taking over the whole world. <laughs> African countries killing all them. Are we talking about Charmin's private school or are talking about German Australia? <laughs> See, kids, you, you learn things listening to Footy Prime. You, now you've got a little history lesson on World War II. Yeah. yeah. Not only do you know what really went wrong with uh, Robert Lewandowski at Bayern Munich, but yes, a history lesson on World War II. And which languages you should. <laughs> Don't attack learn. Russia in the winter. Lewandowski wouldn't have been playing for Bayern Munich in the Second World War around that time. <laughs> no, he wouldn't have been. You're right. Right? That's a good point uh, too. Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, natural, <laughs> natural transition here. The all-knowing nod from Craig there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Would not have been playing for Bayern Munich. Nope. 
natural transition now that he seemingly is out of a job. Uh, where's Mauricio Pochettino going to manage? He's um, parted ways with PSG. Antonio Conte writing, has committed to staying at Spurs. Someone Eric was Tenhag, writing that United. the perfect club for him is actually Atletico Madrid, right? Oh. Because that's what he does. He gets, he likes Simeone, right? He gets more out of the, the sum of the parts. He drives mm-hmm. them, right? That's what he does. Younger players. But Simeone is not going anywhere at the moment. So maybe he's waiting. But he'll be the guy, the first guy to jump into a big club next season, right? He's in no rush. And someone's getting fired, be it at, you know, Juve, Chelsea, you name it. And he'll just jump into one of those jobs. I think the big club you should join is Burnley, where Jesus was born. <laughs> oh, little town of Burnley. Great callback uh, to a conversation we had that, <laughs> yeah, wouldn't Jesus be as big of a story if he was born in Burnley? We are, we are quite funny, aren't we? <laughs> I feel like, you know, to not be one of those shows that just lives on our inside jokes, every now and then it's important to explain to any new listeners. Uh, thank you to all of you, by the way, who keep tweeting us that you've recently found Footy Prime somehow, some way. We appreciate you. And we're all over the place. And these are the dog days of summer, really, now. So we, we may go through down different pathways in our podcasts. It may not all be about football, as this podcast clearly demonstrates. Oh, is this your way of inserting your baseball picks into our show? Should I take the over in the NBA finals? What should I do, Sharm? Listen, I'm, I'm winning a lot of money right now. You yeah. are winning at life? I would... Uh, you could do worse things than follow me. That's for sure. You've parlayed your career into uh, into four jobs here. Um, yep. You're busy, man. I'm at $147 in my account now. I started wow. at 50. Yeah. So I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. go with the I'm gonna go with the theory that you're due to be dropped into a slump. So I'm gonna stay yeah. away from you for a while. Gonna step in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, bet against charms. Okay. Yes. <laughs> um. PSG will be betting on Zinedine Zidane to take them to the top of uh, Europe and finally win the Champions League. Sounds like that's uh, almost done, a three-year deal. I guess they've just got to figure out the lawyer's fees with Poch and make sure that's officially done. But what do you think, Jimmy? He knows how to win. And he inherited a team that was primed to win. Some would argue that this PSG team is quite comparable to the team that he inherited at Real in terms of being that close to doing it. I like him. I like him a lot. And the thing is to, you know, it doesn't matter who's in that dress room. Um, seems everybody in football really respects him. He knows the game. And he can handle the big egos. So for him going into PSG will not be an issue, will not be an issue for him. And I think he could be the guy to, to turn it around and really get them to, to win a Champions League. I mean, that's all they want to do at PSG is win a Champions League. And I think if you're going to get anybody in there to do that, it, I think Zidane's a man. The league, you got to win the league is a bare minimum there. Yeah. That'll still get you booed, as Pochettino found out this year. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, the Champions League is so competitive. And and at the end of the day, you saw the final and Liverpool, yeah, far the better side. Let's be fair. Yeah. You say what you want about Real Madrid and how they played and everything else, but they're best side probably in Europe. And they still didn't manage to win it. So you need some luck as well. So it's 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 a tough, tough tournament. Once you get to those quarterfinals, it's amazing. Yeah. 
Do you think that Zidane is someone, and maybe in that city, in that situation with what's on his resume now, where he won't get caught up in any of the drama and the doubt that it seems that Tuchel and Pochettino just couldn't avoid so early on? Maybe. Yeah, for sure. Because it seemed so rocky with Poch, like, so early, right? Especially when Messi turned up and he mm-hmm. took him off in this 65th minute and all the shots of what looked like a very unhappy Messi and what's Poch doing that I felt like the season that they lost the season in August. Mm-hmm. But even at Real, I mean, Zidane was criticized a lot for the league form mm-hmm. and not being able to get it done over 38 yeah. games. He was a great cup manager. And yeah. and I think at times it really warned him. That's why he left and then came back. Right. So he, he'll put up a bullshit only so much. So the, the Paris faithful better have a bit of patience because like Craig said, it ain't easy to win it. I mean, they, they, get, get they, the might, they may get the old Scottish handshake again. Fucking headbutt. Yep. Yeah. Amazing how they forgot it. They, the French, you know, you look at his legacy as a player and when what he did in the World Cup final. And yet, he's rode that pretty well, considering how freaking stupid that was. It just like shows what his, at that how stage. much currency he had, though, right at the time. Yeah. Everyone yeah. loves Zizou. He yeah. was just yeah. so wonderful and beautiful to watch playing mm-hmm. football. And he, made, he had a moment of madness. Even though he played on the edge, right? We shouldn't forget that. He always played on the edge. He put in some terrible challenges over his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? He was tough. He was from the streets, right? That's where he learned his football. He's tough. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I think we, I mean, I, I mean, as much as the, the, the general sporting world remembers that headbutt, or they mention it, I remember Zizou as being this one of the best I've ever seen. Just so wonderful. Yeah. But yeah. at that time, I always, you know, everybody was wondering where was that going to be in years to come? What, where, what will people remember him by? Will it be this moment? Cause I mean, let's face it. It's the biggest stage in, in world sport. Yeah. It was insanity when it happened. It was like, yeah, incredible. it wasn't great timing. Yes, no. No. But football people will remember the player. I think, I think if anything, I think football mm-hmm. people are annoyed that the rest of the sporting world seems to remember that mm-hmm. and want to only focus on that when that was, yes, mm-hmm. a very momentous end. Very few players, sorry, I think, will leave. Sorry it, to but... bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is there any other Nations League points or any other... Well, I'll, I'll say just a little, little, little uh, just to connect to here, our good friend Danny Dicchio, right? I mean, football people remember Deitch the player. The mainstream sports fans remember the time you bit that guy. <laughs> the Gordie Howe Howe hat trick. <laughs> I was yep. I was right beside him when he tried to bite that guy. Were you really? Oh, he would he would what not admit to biting him or trying to. I was bite laughing. Him. <laughs> I was tried to laughing. bite his nose. I tried to bite his nose. You guys are a bunch of animals. That's all he kept on saying. You guys are animals. Yeah. That's what Deitch was saying? No, no not Deitch. Oh, the guy that was trying to bite. Jim. Yeah, Jim. Yeah, Jim. He was a Philadelphia coach. Yeah. That's where oh, he is Jim now. Curtis. Jim Curtis. You guys are literally a bunch of animals. Where, where was he from? Is he American? Yeah. American. Wow. Well, fairness. I mean, not much biting of his player's nose. I mean. Biting? What the hell? But Deitch is like, you know what I mean? Like, he was awesome. Yeah. He was awesome. He loves a little scrub, gets in there, and the goalie's coming up at him, and he just and he just gives the you know, like little attempt to bite his nose. Yeah, yeah, fuck it, come on, have a bit of y'all, have a bit of you. <laughs> oh, I miss that guy. May he rest yeah, in peace. Yeah. 
Hey, he, just, he just beat Detroit. Come on. Yeah. Well, if it's it wasn't on TV, did it really happen? Yeah. Probably was. <laughs> Probably um, was on TV. A couple of couple of birthday shout-outs that we can end on, and a and a new job. Congratulations! But a happy birthday to uh, Jonathan Azorio. And uh, what was to... Zozo now? He's not thirty, is he? No, no, no. twenty-eight, twenty-nine. I'm saying he's twenty-nine. Yeah, he's not far off. I can't believe it. It's oh, crazy. I can't believe it either. I, f- I feel like, you know, it's still a couple of years in. All right. So let's take yeah. bets here on uh, on his age. What did you, what did you say? 28, 29? 29. Wonger? Yeah. I kind of remember it being around 29. Mm, no, yeah. 30. Yeah. He was born in 1992. So, yes, Jim Brennan, he is 30 years old today. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's my mother's birthday as well today. Hey. Hey, happy birthday, Jimmy's mom. Nice. She's going to be yelling at me in two minutes to come have dinner because we're going out. We're taking her out for a nice meal today. Oh, Mandarin. That's what I was about to say, Dan Wong. Are you going to the Mandarin? I heard the playoffs. Smorgasburg? Mom, put the track track pants on. We're going to the Mandarin. I heard the plates (laughs) clanging there, and I thought that it was you, that she was bringing you your supper. I thought that's what it was. No, we're going out. Jim, the meatloaf. I've made the meatloaf. Yeah. That's what was happening. Um, so, yeah, Mama Brennan shares a birthday with uh, Christine Sinclair. Mm. Yeah. Don't, how old how is Cincy? She's 39. Is she really? Mm-hmm. I know she's late 30s, but 39, eh? Wow, still playing good football. 39 yeah. years old. Yeah, great for Portland Thorns. The other day. Yeah. yeah. Great for Portland. Basically they got to knocking in goals for over 20 years. Wow. She's great. That that two thousand. What what year was it when she was? Uh, oh two. Oh two. Right? The under nineteen women's world cup. I think yeah. they, they. It's not called the under nineteen now. U twenty, right? You called those games, right? You and Jerry. Uh, no, I, you know, interesting enough, I didn't. Uh, I I had just come over, um, to do a job at Sportsnet, and it was uh, decided that they didn't think that this tournament was really going to be big enough to send me out for like and just sort of thought it would be a waste of time and you know so they there's so much a little bit of underestimation exactly what what kind of uh support it would get and it was amazing yeah, fair enough right but at the same yeah. time it was a great tournament and uh it was at the birth of arguably canada's greatest ever footballer mm-hmm. and there's a million uh Million people watched on the sports set was the largest produced. No, eight fifty. Eight fifty. Eight fifty. Yeah, I'm just being pedantic, Pete, up there in the. That's top. okay. Yeah, fact checking is fine. Yeah, that's fine. But Important. it was the largest up to that date. It was the largest uh, yeah. live. I think it was the largest broadcast that they've ever had. That they produced, yeah, yeah, for and it held for quite a while. I think that's right. Yeah. We welcome the fact checking. Well, um, we'll conclude this ten minute goodbyes with a, a shout out and congratulations to Carmelina Moscato, who's taken over the Tigris's women's team as the first uh, female to have that mm-hmm. job and the first foreigner as well. So, uh, starting a new career in in Mexico. Good for uh, Com. That's amazing. Denmark. Yeah, yeah. As as Craig tweeted, you know, one of the Canada's great footballing minds um, with a lot to bring to the game and offer, and I think she's going to learn a hell of a lot uh, in Tigris and coaching in mexico in general but our our man herrera is the the men's coach so imagine what the conversations would be like the the laos right the latin the the laos i think they call him right was that his nickname 
I think it's the louse. Yeah. It's not a very it's not nice. appealing it's name. Not, no, I know. He's a <laughs> louse? A louse is a horrible person. I'm just untrustworthy, yeah, dishonest. Is that a lout? Isn't that a lout? No, a louse, a louse though is actually language an animal, it. isn't it? Of some sort, isn't it? Let's find out. Look this up. Isn't, it, isn't it a country where you found yourself when you were 22 years old? <laughs> That's right, yes. Oh, you're right. It oh, is a louse. Louse, a louse a, is either of two small wingless parasitic insects yeah. that live on the skin of mammals and birds. That's not good either. <laughs> it's not good, is it? <laughs> it's actually no. worse. I'd rather be a lout. <laughs> Hopefully you footy primers thought that this show was good. And if you didn't, it. keep it to yourselves. But uh, thank you to all of you for tweeting and listening. Uh, we're almost daily. Uh, it's a footy dot northstarbets.com is that it Warner? that's yeah. the website and uh as charms always says cheers for listening keep buying newspapers planning for your next trip elevate your travel style with quince quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway like european linen premium luggage options buttery soft italian leather bags and so much more and it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.